Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right, all right. This is Elder G. Bazaar. If you got your radio on, I'm on a different time number. I'm going to try something out here, see if I can pick up a couple more people who want to hear the Word of God. I'm going to do uh, uh, two sessions this year, this Sunday and next Sunday. I'm going to do it at 7 o'clock and see how many I can pick up. If I pick up any new parishioners, I'll stay on here. If I don't, I'll go back to 5 o'clock. But I want to let you know Jesus loves you and so do I. We're here to let you know that the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is coming back to this earth. He is coming back. He's coming back to set up his millennial kingdom. Before he come back, there must be some things that must conspire to take place on this earth before Jesus Christ comes back to the earth. And we recognize that God is God all by himself. And all the information, all the information that you want to know about the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, if you want to know about his burial, his death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, if you want to know about the tribulation period, if you want to know about the rapture, if you want to know about sanctification and justification, if you want to know about the millennium reign, if you want to know about the two witnesses that's going to come up on the earth, if you want to know about the 144,000 that's going to be preaching the gospel during the tribulation period, all this information, all this information is found in the B-I-B-L-E, the Bible, the Word of God, the, un- the, un- the, uh, the uh, inspired Word of God to let you know by God's mouth, by God's prophets, by God's preachers, by God's ministers of the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he's coming back to earth. He's coming back to get what? He's coming back to the millennial kingdom. Here, this is Elder G. Bazaar. I'm on tonight for two hours. I'm on tonight to let you know that I'm still pushing on. I'm still pressing on. I'm still looking to a higher calling, which is in Christ Jesus. But there is no other name. There is no other name given among men. whereby they can be saved in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the answer. He is the Son of God. He is God manifested in the flesh, seen of angels, justified by the Spirit. He received up into glory 2,000 years ago. He said he was going to leave, and he's coming back, but this time he's coming. He's not coming to die. He's not coming to do a big miracle. He's coming to judge the world, judge the world. Judgment is at your door. If you're not saved tonight, you need to receive Christ tonight. You don't have to go to church to get saved. You don't have to be in no specific place to be saved. The Bible says, whosoever called upon his name shall be saved. Don't care who you are, what you are, where you're coming from. Don't care if you're black or white, Jew, Gentile, Puerto Rican, Indian, black, whatever. Jesus Christ is coming back to judge the world. The W-O-R-L-D. So glad to be with you this evening. Before we get into the word, we want you to bow your heads in prayer as we go into the word of God. Father, we stretch our hands to thee. No other help we know. If thou would draw thy spirit from us, where shall we go? We ask you right now, Lord, by your word, by your power, by your might, by your spirit, that we will be able to reach souls tonight. 
Amen. To let them know, get ready, get ready, get ready to meet the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We're going to meet him. We know we're going to meet you, Father, because you're soon to rapture the church. And that the trumpets of blow, the dead in Christ shall rise, and we that remain alive shall be called to meet the Lord in the air. We know that. We believe that. We, we preach that. We live for that. Why? Because there is no other way that a man can escape the wrath of God but through Jesus Christ. We thank you for it. We thank you for your death. We thank you for your suffering. We thank you for the 39 stripes that were laid up on your back. We thank you for the nails that you let be drove through your hands. We thank you for it, Lord, because through that you died. You shed your blood on Calvary's cross, that through your blood, ooh, Lord, have mercy, through your blood men can be saved, boys can be saved, drunkards can be saved, liars can be saved, whoremongers can be saved, adulterers can be saved. Ooh, look at here, look at here. Let me tell you, homosexuals can be saved. My lesbians can be saved. Incest families can be saved. Families around the world, wherever they be, whoever they are, black or white, in Africa, in America, we thank you for it, Lord. We thank you for this radio broadcast. We thank you for uh, uh, Block Talk Radio. And we're going to ask you right now as we go into the session, as we go into the word of God, we want you to be with us and that we can spread the word in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Elder G. Bazaar. Come on. Let me tell you something. I miss I miss y'all. Whoever's out there listening now, I know you might be the first time you heard this on, on your radio, but I want to let you know, amen, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I'm on fire for the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I got my partner coming on from uh, L- L- Laredo, Bark, Texas. He's going to be coming on in 10 minutes. He's going to be working with me, amen. He's back on the air, amen. So glad to have him. Amen. As soon as he come in, we're going to get started. But while he's not, while he's coming, amen, I want to share a few things. We're going to talk about the Antichrist, the Antichrist. Oh, my God, before Jesus Christ comes back to the earth. Listen to me very carefully. Please listen to me. Before Jesus Christ comes back to the earth, the Antichrist must come. He is coming. He is on the earth right now. He is at the age of 56 years old. We're going to talk about where he's where he coming from, how long he's been there, and what he's going to do. We're going to give you some at least 25 characteristics of how he's going to react because we know that there's no way, there's no way, there's no way, there's no way that a man can come on the scene and change the world but Jesus Christ. But before Jesus Christ comes, the Antichrist must come and give the world his plan to bring peace to the earth, but there's not going to be no peace. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming. And I want you to know, I want you to get your Bibles out, amen. I want you to understand that in the Bible, in the word of God, there is a statue. In the book of Daniel, there is a statue in the book of Daniel. The book of Daniel is a book that prophesied, prophesied 2,600 years ago. Listen to me. 2,600 years ago, the prophet Daniel made one of the greatest prophecies ever known in the scripture from the Old Testament, and there's a whole lot of more prophecies that were made by Daniel, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, 
Isaiah, Hosea, Zechariah, amen. But today, today, this evening, we're going to talk about the statue that Daniel saw while he was in Babylon captivity. While he was in Babylon captivity, God gave him a dream that's like no other dream. The dream was so powerful. The dream was so extraordinary that it had Daniel sick for two weeks because he couldn't understand what was getting ready to happen 2,600 years in the future. From 606 B.C. all the way over to 2023, Daniel made the step every way. He gave us a laid-out map from a statue that he saw in a dream in the seventh chapter, in the seventh chapter of the book of Daniel. It talks about a beast, and this beast is a vision of the four winds and the four beasts that come up out of the sea. And this year, these four beasts that come up out of the sea were powerful. They were worldly beasts. They were beasts that were originated by Satan. Satan controlled the world empires. Satan controlled all the world empires. Remember, God is building a kingdom, and his kingdom is not of this world. But Satan is building a kingdom. And all the kingdoms that Satan has built, Lucifer has built, they have went into botchery. They have went into the pit. They exist today in the spiritual realm. These same kingdoms are going to be orchestrated by wicked spirits and fallen angels and Nephilim that's going to reoccur in the last days. And since we're living in the last days, these kingdoms have been reestablished, and they're going to all come into one global world power. And that world power is called the new world government because this government will be different from any other government that was ever on the face of the earth. And by, by being on the face of the earth, this, these kingdoms are going to be reestablished. And this is what they, Daniel saw. Amen. This is what Daniel saw. In the what? In the book of Daniel, the seventh chapter, don't forget that, the seventh chapter at the fourth verse, it reads, the first beast that Daniel saw was like a lion and had eagle's wings. And I beheld till the wings whereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth and made stand up on the feet as a man, and a man's heart was given into this. This first beast, remember, this first beast represents, represents the Babylonian Empire. At 606 B.C., the Babylonian Empire was in power. And this beast had was like a lion and it had eagle wings. And it stood up on its feet because his wings were plucked. Remember, a lion is the king of the jungle. A lion is the king of the jungle. 
And here we see Daniel using a symbol of a lion to represent the Babylonian Empire because it was a royal empire up on the face of the earth at that time. From 605 B.C., 605 B.C. until 539 B.C. It lasted that long. By it lasting that long, Daniel was in the kingdom. The Hebrew boys was in the kingdom. Ezekiel was in the kingdom. They was in captivity because Israel, Lord have mercy, Israel had been in bondage and they was captivated because they had disobeyed the laws and the rituals and the ordinance of God Almighty and God brought them into Babylon by Nebuchadnezzar. And Nebuchadnezzar is a representative of the lion. And this year, this year Nebuchadnezzar was a, was a king of the empires of the world in that day. Amen. He, he, he ruled he ruled for that time. Thank you, brother. God bless you. God bless you, man. Amen. I thank you God for coming you. on in with me. I'm talking out of the yes, book sir. of Daniel, a seventh okay. chapter. Good to be back. Uh, uh, fourth verse. I'm gonna I'm gonna read down to the. Uh, I'm gonna read about. The, I'm gonna get the first three kingdoms, and then you can come on in after I get get it heated up in here to give you let uh, you know what I'm saying. I'm sorry, Daniel. What chapter? Seventh chapter, seven. Okay, what verse? Uh, first verse, fourth verse. Fourth verse. Fourth, okay, all right. All I'm right. with you, I got you. Okay, there we see we see the kingdom of Babylon represented by a lion, re- re- reminding us that at that time, it represents that Babylon was the king of all the empires. And that empire is represented by a lion because a lion in the jungle is known as the king of the beast. And by a big king of the beast, we realize that King Nebuchadnezzar was a great king because he felt like that no other god or no other kingdom was like he was. And God said, now, look, I know you're boasting about yourself, but by your boasting, I'm going to pluck your wings. I'm going to pluck your wings. You're not going to conquer no more. Uh, I'm going to let you conquer no more because you're raised up in your pride. You're, you're making yourself a god. You're calling yourself a god. You're ruling the people. You have a very, very tyrant. And you got my people in Babylon now because I have them. I have permission uh, to let you put them in, in Babylon captivity. And that kingdom lasted 606 B.C. until 539 B.C. That's the first kingdom upon the earth that was great. Now, don't get me wrong. There was other two kings that came before Babylon, and that kingdom was the Egyptian Empire and the Assyrian Empire. Those were two kingdoms that was up on earth before Babylon, but Babylon was the third kingdom, and it was one of the greatest kingdoms that was ever upon the face of the earth, and since it was at, at that time, they ruled Israel, and the Jew was under captivity for 70 years. God let them be in captivity for sin. Why? Because of sin. Sin. They became sinful. His chosen people became sinful, and so they was in captivity for seven years. I'm going to hurry on because I do want my brother to come on in here, and he's going to wrap it up. He's going to wrap it up and give, give, me a, give him about uh, 15, good, to 20, 15 to 20 minutes uh, 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 to get the other two uh, kingdoms. He might not have some information Maybe like like I do, but if he comes up with anything to find out, I got all the information. 
Amen. I want you to recognize that Babylon was something like the United States today. Uh, And by Babylon being like the United States today, Babylon was great. The United States is a great nation, one of the greatest nations that ever was in these last and evil days. It's so great that America has gotten besides herself. America has gotten besides herself. She has become so corrupt and so abominable. And we're supposed to be founded on the Christian value of the Christian Judeo-Christian ethics. And yet still, America has become so rebellious and so hateful and so mean and so cruel and so defiant against God Almighty in heaven and that America mm. is going to suffer the same thing Babylon is going to suffer if they don't repent. I don't, I don't have nothing against President uh, Trump. But Trump is not going to be able to bring America out of this catastrophe. Why? Because it's going to take more than Trump to do it. It's going to take America to repent of her sins and repent of her rebellious ways that she had before she can ever come back to where she was supposed to be, and that is serving the true and living God and not all these gods that we America has. it got so many gods, people don't know what to serve. Some people ain't serving enough. Some people have got to a point where churches, Churches have locked down. They don't have church meeting no more. They don't have prayer meeting no more. Why? Because they feel like they are all right. But God says, you're not all right. So what we got? We got we got America, the greatest country right now, and yet still it's crumbling. Now, just to run on down here for us, we're going to read down there for the fifth chapter. He said, I saw this. Uh, behold, I saw another beast, the second like a bear, and it raised up itself on one side, and it had three ribs in its mouth of it between the teeth of it. And they said, thusly, unto, unto, uh, unto it, arise and devour much flesh. These two, these two beasts, this beast represents the Media and Persian Empire. Listen, these beasts, this bear that come up out of the sea, the sea represents the multitude of people and the population of the earth, come up out of the mm. sea, and it has three ribs in its mouth, and it devoured much flesh. In other words, it murdered people. It murdered babies. It murdered uh, 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 women. It murdered anything to get in the way. It had three ribs in its mouth. It conquered three countries after it had raised up. That represents the Media and Persian Empire. And Persian today was changed from Iran and Iraq. Those are the two countries in the time of 539 B.C. to 331 B.C. They ruled the planet in that time, and they were beastly people. They were heathens. They were cruel. They were mean. They were selfish. And they ruled for a period from 539 to 331 B.C. And that represents the bear coming up out of the sea of people. Now, what I want to read one more, and I'm going to give it to the the legs of the iron, the line, the legs of iron that represent Rome. Rome, the thighs of brass, the thighs of brass. Uh, mm, represent, it says a brass represent, and I beheld lo another like a leopard. And he had it on his back. 
of four wings and the, uh, of a fowl, and the beast also had four heads, and the dominion was given into this. This represents what? It represents Greece. And Greece was the third world empire. Now, these empires were not originated by God Almighty. These, Amen. These countries were originated, these empires originated by Satan. Satan ruled right. the world. That's In right. the book of 1 Corinthians, I think it's 2 Corinthians 4 and 4, he says Satan is the god of this age. Satan is ruling the world. He's not only ruling America, he's ruling, a, he's ruling every country on this planet right now. That's right. And he's, That's trying, right. he's trying to rule Israel. He's trying, these countries are trying to eliminate Israel. Why? Because Israel, good God Almighty, you got to understand what mm. I'm saying. Israel is the only country and the only nation up on the face of the planet that represents the true and living God. No other God, no other God Israel is supposed to represent. And God got angry at Israel because she started turning to false gods. She started worshiping idols. She started worshiping right. Moloch. She started worshiping Baal. She started worshiping Baphomet. She started worshiping idols. She started worshiping sex. She started worshiping drugs. She, 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 she started doing the things that God did not permit her to do, and that's how she was in Babylon. But here we have Greece coming on the scene, and she comes as a leopard. A leopard represents speed. The leopard is the fastest animal, land animal, and you cannot run a leopard. A leopard can get up to 70 miles an hour, and this 70 miles an hour, by getting up 70 miles an hour, that means Greece was a swift empire, and Alexander the Great was swift. He conquered almost over half of Eastern and Western Europe within a short period of time, and when he had outconquered himself, he stood by the damn Beaver River and bowed his knee and said, I have no other thing to conquer, but yet still his life was cut short because he was a wicked employee. He was a wicked Caesar, and they tell me his kingdom fell into four heads, and these four heads represent the kingdoms that were ruled down through the time until the Roman Empire came. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give Amen. you a picture of history. I'm trying to give you a picture of Gentile history and the kingdoms of the world that is in the power of Satan. Let me tell you something, folks. Satan, Satan is powerful, and he's more powerful yeah. than man, but he's not powerful yeah. than Jesus Christ. He cannot Amen. whoop Jesus Christ. He can't whoop him. I don't care Amen. how much he's going tried to do over the centuries. He have tried to whoop kingdoms. He have whooped his own kingdom that he built himself, and he's trying to overthrow the kingdom of God. But Jesus Christ said, this is what Jesus said. I don't know what, but I don't I don't know what God you serve, but I'm serving Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ told Peter, up on this rock, I'm going to build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And the devil comes to comes to, to Christ and says, now listen, how do you want to build this church? How can you build a church? I got I don't have four kingdoms. I got three kingdoms, and every kingdom that I've had, yes, I lost it, but I'm going to build a last kingdom, and it's called the new mm. world government. But Jesus Christ said, I'm going to do something that no other man can do. No other entity can do. No other God can do. And what is that? Satan says, ah, don't you, even tr- don't, don't you even try it. Don't you even try it. And I don't know what you're going to do, but whatever you're going to do, I'm going to de- destroy it. 
And guess what God said? He said, if you prepare me a body, if you prepare me a body, I'll go down and redeem mankind. I'll go down and save mankind. I gave, I'll come down and give him a redemptive plan. I'll go down and what? I'll wrap myself up in human flesh. Good God Almighty. I'm going to give it over to the brother because it's getting good now. He said, I'm going to wrap myself in human flesh, and I'm going I'm to get a virgin woman. I'm going to get a virgin girl, and I'm going to implant myself into her womb. And when I come out of her womb, I'm going to become flesh, and I'm going to dwell amongst men, and they're going to be held my glory. And I'm going to stay upon the earth for 33 and one-half years, and I'm going to go at the end of my 33 and one-half years. I'm gone. Listen to what he said. I'm not going to church. I'm not going down on – I'm not going down by the – I'm not the mailman. I'm not going down by Walmart. I'm not going to go down by J.C. Finney. I'll tell you where I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Calvary Cross. I'm going to let the Roman government, I'm going to let the Roman government crucify me. I'm going to let the Jews make their choice. Either they can, 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 can keep me from going to the cross and tell me not to go, but they, the, the Jewish, the Jewish people said, "We don't want him. Crucify him. We don't want him. Crucify him. Kill well, him. Why? Wow. Because we don't want this Messiah. This is the wrong Messiah. Mm. This is the Messiah that the, 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 he, he. I don't want him dying for me. This is the Jews. They rejected him. And he said, because you rejected me, I'm gonna cut you off in due time." But Jesus Christ went to the cross anyway. And the Gentiles, the Roman government said, we are going to kill him, not because we want to kill him, but because the Jews said kill him. And since it's their Messiah, we are going to slay him. We are going to beat him. We are going to nail him. We are going to whip him. We are going to spit on him. We are going to kick him. And the reason he did that, because there was nobody in the universe. There was nobody in the cosmos. There was nobody in the galaxy. There was nobody in the bowels of hell. There was nobody in heaven that was able to do what Jesus Christ did. And what he did, he came all the way down down through 42 generations and brought a salvation that's forever. He he died once, and when he died once, how could he die? Well, he died because he was no sin in him, no sin underneath him, no sin over him. And they tell me because he was a sinless sacrifice. He was God Almighty in the flesh. And see, God cannot sin. God cannot sin, and nobody can tempt it. He said, I'll go down and be a sacrifice. What do you want to do? I'm going to die. Amen. I'm going to die for the sins of the world. I'm going to die for Brother Bazaar. I'm going to die for Amen. Brother Tim. I'm going, to, I'm going to die for the mailman. I'm going to die for the liar. I'm going to die for the whoremonger. I'm going to die for the false preachers. I'm going to die for every soul that's up on the face of the earth. And I'm going to hang. I'm going to hang. I'm going to hang for six long hours. From 9 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to hang till 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm going to drop my head between the locks of my shoulders. And I'm going to give up the ghost. And I'm going down to the bowels of hell. I'm going to set the captive free, and on the third day morning, I'm going to get up with all power in heaven and earth in his hand, and then I'm going to go back to heaven, and I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay in heaven for over 2,000 years. Don't you know Jesus Christ didn't go for 2,000 years, and the 2,000 years is up? The 2,000 years is up? 
It's up, my friend. It's not going to be the end of the world. It's going to be the end of the church age. That's what I'm talking about. It's going to be the end of the church age because after the church age is after the church age is over, there's a seven year tribulation to come. And that seven-year tribulation will go in to the end of the tribulation. And then after the end of the tribulation, they tell me the millennium reign is going to come. And after the millennium reign comes, they tell me Jesus Christ is going to rule. Good God Almighty. I'm coming on in, brother. Amen. You're all right. Go ahead. He's going to rule for 1,000 years of peace. You hear what I said? There ain't no peace now. There ain't no peace nowhere. That's right. The only peace that you can have is in your Savior, Jesus Christ. For he's the Prince of Peace. He's the Rose of Sharon. He's the Lily of the Valley. He's brighter than the morning star. He's the Bread of Heaven. He's a lovely one. He's a leaning post. He's a doctor without a bag. He's a lawyer that never lost a case. He's my hope and my joy. I'm talking about the one that shed his blood on Calvary's cross. And when he shed it, he shed it for the whole round world. Now, if you go to hell, if anybody go to hell on this planet, let me tell you something. The only way you can go to hell, I mean the only way you can go to hell, and I know we all sin, and I know sin is going to end the king, but the only way Amen. you can go to heaven, and you can't go to heaven by the Baptists, you can't go to heaven by the Presbyterians, you can't go to heaven by your good looks, you can't go to heaven by the money in your pocket, you can't go to heaven by but one way. Oprah Winfrey said there's many ways to go to heaven, but Oprah Winfrey is wrong. There's a lot of preachers that said there's many ways to go to heaven, but they're wrong. They're W-R-O-N-G, wrong. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can get to my Father unless he come by me. He said, I am the good shepherd, and I am the door and the gateway to heaven. Now, if you die, my friend, if you die, and your soul is lost. Oh, my God. If you die and your soul is lost, there's only one place you can go. You've got to go to hell. Not because you was a drunkard, not because you was a liar, not because you did this, but because you rejected the ultimate sacrifice that God gave to the world. And they had a, and I'm going to speak in this, in this term, it was a bloody mess when they got mm. to beating Jesus. It was a bloody mess. I wish you could have saw it. I wish you could have been there. I wish you could have even uh, uh, look look at it through a telescope, divine telescope, and see how they beat him. They 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 they, they, they annihilated him almost until the world could not recognize that that was a man that fed 5,000. That was a man that healed the sick. That was a man to raise the dead. That was a man said, I am that I am. They got him so until hell shook. They said, now, if they bring him down here, we're going to hold him. But I'm going to tell you right now, he got up on the third day morning. And let me tell you, the world is getting ready to come to a close. The church age is getting ready to shut down. And we know the last church age, just before Christ come, is called Laodicea. And that was a lukewarm, hypocritical, backbiting, lustful 
uh, in this church, they got prostitutes. In this church, they lie, they cheat, they steal. They do all kind of, 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 of low-down, dirty things. They call themselves a Christian. But if you lying and cheating and backbiting and whoremongering and get up on the choir stand and try to sing a song, you're lying to yourself, you're lying to God, and you're lying to everybody you talk to. A Christian that has not does not have that kind of characteristic. The devil has tried to pollute Christianity. But let me tell you, Christianity, Christianity is not a religion. Christian, to be Amen. a Christian, you've got to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, intimacy with the Spirit of God in you. The Holy Ghost got to be in you. And if the Holy Ghost got to be in you, you're going to have a changed life. You're not going right. to hate no more. You're not going to backbite no more. You're not going to whoremonger no more. You ain't going to be staggering down the street drunk. You ain't going to be going to the gambling casino. Why? Because for God I live and for God I die. Let me tell you something. The devil's getting ready to lose everything he got. And the Bible is trying to tell us what profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his And you know why the world loses Amen, his amen. Because people have turned their backs on God. I ain't talking about the world itself. I'm talking about church folks. Ain't got enough That's power. Right. Ain't got enough power to say amen. Ain't got to have a form of godliness and ain't got no power. In other words, in order to fight the devil, you got to have some power on the inside of you that you can tell the devil you can go to hell. Uh-huh. And you can go to hell with your techniques and with your with, with your little sneaky ways. But let me tell you right now, the church age is coming to an end. And by coming to an end, we're living in the time that Daniel talked about 2,600 years ago. We're living in that time, and we don't, I'm going to give it over to the brother right now. Where we You're come right. down to, uh, I, I know uh, 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 we're coming down to the Roman government. And I know he got some things on the Roman government because at that time when Jesus Christ came, he came coming, he came doing the Roman government. And the Roman government was at its highest peak. And the Roman government was the most treacherous government upon the face of the earth at the time that Jesus Christ. These guys was iron horses. These guys had iron fists. These this army that the Roman the Romans had were cruel, and they had a, they had a way to execute, and that execution was the crucifixion, because before Jesus Christ was crucified, men were were nailed to the cross for their criminal acts, and by that they used that cross for Jesus because they considered him a criminal, and what he wasn't a criminal, but he became a criminal. Good God Almighty. Listen to what I'm saying. He took your criminal acts. He took your low-down, dirty, rotten sins. He took everything you had, and he laid it on Christ. We laid it on Christ, God's son, and he took it all. It was so painful that he said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And this this new government that's coming up, is already here. The new world order is here. And since it's here, the world now is planning for the, 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 the great Antichrist. Because before Christ can come to the earth, the Antichrist must come first. So we're living in that revived Roman Empire. 
that before Christ comes back to the earth, the Antichrist is going to rise because right now the whole world is in a point of no return. That's right. And the devil and and the devil is going to try to bring the world back in the order, but he's going to do it under deception. He's going to be lied to people. And the first lie he's going to tell the Jewish people is that he is Jesus Christ. And so now that's why there's so much ruckus over in Israel. And Israel is going to try, the governments of the world are going to try to destroy Israel because Satan knows if he can destroy Israel and eliminate the Jewish people, Christ cannot come back. But Jesus Christ said, I will not come back until my people are in the land and the Jews are in the land and they will not be driven out no more. No more. Why? Because they're going into the millennium reign. And the church, the church is going to be there. And what's wrong with the church today? I'm going to tell you this. The people, so-called Christians, don't read the Bible. They don't pray. They don't ask the Lord to send a revival. They're all busy up into the world's affairs. They're all hung up on politics. They're all hung up on their money. I'm going to talk to church folks now. They all got their little cars. They all got their little houses. They all got their little bank account. They all are saying, we are doing well. We are trying to make But they're not concerned about the souls of men. Preachers are not concerned about the souls of men. They're not concerned about the neighborhood. Yes. We, we ought to help our neighborhood, but the main thing we ought to do is preach the gospel. It's either repent or you shall likewise burn. And quit sugarcoating. Quit sugarcoating the sinner. If you're a sinner, you're just a plain sinner. Quit trying to be a sinner and a Christian at the same time because oil Amen. and water don't mix. A male and a Amen. male don't mix. Two, fe- two females don't mix. Oh, my God, Amen. you know what I'm talking about. Two punks don't mix. Two lessons yeah. don't mix. And people trying to mix all that mess up in the church. Holiness, holiness. It ain't holiness. It's debauchery. And when men don't stand up, when preachers don't stand up, when the prophets don't stand up, when the evangelists don't stand up and say, for God I live and for God I die, God's word is holy. And if you want to see God, Follow peace with all men and holiness, but without, no man can see the Lord. Come on, church. Let's get it together. Come on. Come on, sinner, man. You ain't going to have nothing out there. When you die, if you die without Christ, you're going to leave that automobile there. You're going to leave your bank account there. Right. And if you That's don't right. know Jesus Christ, you're going to spit hell wide over. And I'm not saying that in hatred. I'm saying that in love. But I got to put some oomph behind it that let you know, don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. And we got a lot of fools today. In the house. We got more mm. people on the outside that's getting saved than in the church. Cool. Amen. Come on, Doc. People down there in Africa ain't got no water, ain't wearing raggedy clothes and, and eating dirt and rats and everything mm. except in Jesus Christ. We got people in China that's not allowed to even go to church. They have out an underground church. We got people in Russia that's suffering persecution and suffering martyrism, cutting their heads cut off, and they're serving God and here in America. We got so easy, so relaxed daily that we think we're going to get by. We ain't going to get by. Brother Bazaar ain't going to get by if I don't preach word. 
Brother Tim ain't going to get by if we don't preach this word. If we don't hold up the blood stand banner, we're going to have to answer to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Amen. for what we should have did and didn't do. So right now, I'm going to give Brother Tim, go ahead, Brother, work with it, whatever the Lord got on your mind. Go ahead and say it. I'm so glad to have you back. My heart is beating uh, at a high rate now because you're back, and we're going to try to tell these people and, and love Amen. these people. I love, I love every one of you out there, and I'm not no brow beater, but I got to beat you a little bit to let you know don't be a fool. Football games and all this year's ruckus and all this year's recreation and all this year awarding and, and people getting uh, getting trophies and everything is a bunch of junk. It ain't going to do nothing for you. You need to come to Jesus Christ. And in Romans 10 and 9, and Brother Tim go to finish that up for me, 10 and 9, amen, says this. Romans 10 and 9. Go ahead, brother. Woo, so amen, amen, amen. Good word, brother, amen. It's a blessed to be back, amen. Blessed to be before the the saints of God. Amen. Thank you for having me on, and I'm grateful for this platform. And most of all, I'm grateful for our salvation and this opportunity to spread God's word. Amen. 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 Romans, the 10th chapter. Amen. Verses 9 and verse 10. Amen. If you want to be justified, amen. If you want to receive the kingdom of heaven when the trumpets sound and blow. <laughs> Come on. Amen. 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 If you're not here alive, amen. If you want to raise about the dirt, amen. When Christ come back to get the church, my dad, when I was little, amen, he used to always say, amen, the saints, the old school saints say, I want to be in that number. Amen. 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 I've been thinking about the scriptures all today. Amen. God blessed me to wake up early this morning, studying my Bible. Thinking about the world. Amen. Woke up early this morning. Amen. Said a prayer. Amen. Pray for the world. Like the elder said, the world needs it. Amen. People are falling astray from the church. People don't want to go back to church. Amen. There's, there's, there's some people out there, but it's not like it was before. But we know that we are we're getting closer and closer to the return. Amen. Yes, we are sir. looking for the return of our Lord and Savior. I don't know about you, but amen. I still been looking. Amen. Looking <laughs> Come on, for the return. Amen. The King. Amen. So I want to read this to you. Amen. Verse nine of Romans, the tenth chapter, reads that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth. The Lord Yeshua, and shall believe in thine heart that Yahweh hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. Amen. Amen. Salvation is just that simple. Amen. It's for all eternity. It's for you. It's for me. Amen. God is good. Amen. He wants. He wants to be. He wants you to be with him for all eternity. And brother, I was just thinking about today when I was studying reading. I was over in the book of Revelation. I was talking about Revelation, the 21st chapter, all the way over to the 22nd chapter from verses 1 through 5. And the promise that God has made to saints, don't you know that God has a promise that he has made to us? He has promised us that he's going to come back and get us, and he's going to come back, and we're going to receive our reward. We've got to go through judgment. Once we come, on. come back from judgment, we're going to come back to the earth 
rule with him for a thousand years. Amen. That is something that I, I won't get over. Amen. I think it's so amazing. Amen. And we think about as we grow older, we think about life and, and, and how we lose things and, and how things are not the same and how we lose loved ones. God's going to restore. And yes, I think about is. that so much, brother. I think about that so much, uh, that how he made a promise to those that love him. He made a promise. He said, I'm going to give you eternal life, and I'm going to come back and get you, and you're going to be better than what you was before. Come better on. than you was the day that you yeah. were born in this life. Amen. He's going to give amen. you eternal life. And amen, Elder. I say to myself, who wouldn't want that? My dad used to say, who don't want to serve a God like that? Come on, preacher. Amen. Amen. My dad used to say, who, who don't want to serve a God like that? And I think about all the people who walk around with these 666 tattoos and all this this 666, this Mark of the Beast stuff that's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The promotion of the beast and and the things of this world. And I'm like, don't you know that you're serving a loser? <laughs> a loser. Amen. You're serving a loser. A loser, loser brother. Amen. That's what he is. He's a loser. He's a loser. Lucifer still have to answer to God. Amen. He he can only do what God allows him to do. And you're going to be, that's it. That's it. He can't do nothing if God don't allow him to do it. Come so on. you want to tell me that you want to serve a wicked God like that, that's weak like that. And, brother, I was <laughs> thinking about uh, the last job I, I worked at at the university. Um, I ran, met this lady. It was funny. Uh, you know, we were talking, and she mentioned something about, how she how she worshiped demons. I'm like, Lord have mercy. Boy, I tell you, these folks are something else. And talking to she was saying how how she'll actually put fruit before this figurine like a little statue, this demon, this demonic statue. And how uh-huh, she uh-huh. sees it and she'll ask for favors from this thing. And I said, Lord have mercy I said to myself, You know what? It's real. This this, this real. stuff is real people are actually into that demonic stuff. They are sold soul for some trinkets. That's all you're getting for some trinkets. You ain't getting nothing serious. The devil ain't giving no, you you're nothing not. for your soul. He ain't giving you nothing for your trouble. You think just because you ask for a favor every now and then and here and there and it's rewarded to you, you really think that's something. Man, the devil has tricked you. Yes, he is. I thank God for our salvation, Salvation. my salvation, brother, for your salvation, my family, your family, our loved ones, for those that are listening. If you have not yet received salvation, we're praying that you get saved. Amen. We're praying for salvation across the world. We're praying that more people become saved before he returns. Amen. We know, amen, that that's that's the whole of it. God wants more on. people to be saved. He wants more souls to be saved. Amen. Amen. And so, amen. I'm going to read this next verse, verse 10. It says, For with the heart man believeth 
unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for salvation. Thank him for the saints. Thank him for his son, his ultimate sacrifice that he made to redeem my soul. I was was lost in sin. I was filthy, dirty, no good, up to no good. Amen. I was a sinner. Steeped in sin. And I, amen, I thank him for my salvation. I thank him for my salvation. Yes. And I'm grateful for my life. Amen. Amen. I'm grateful most of all for the opportunity to be able to preach this gospel and to, through the Holy Spirit, bring more souls into the kingdom. We are on the battlefield. We'll on the battlefield. Sooner yes, or sir. later. Amen. Whether he come back sooner or later, that's right. Amen. We, we got a job to do. We can't stop. We got can't work stop. to do. Amen. Work to do. We cannot, we cannot worry about what, what people think. Amen. What the enemy thinks. Amen. Our job is to get out here and continue to preach the gospel. Come on. Come on. Amen. Amen. So what I want to do, amen, before I go a little bit further, I'm I'm, going to bounce over to Daniel just a little bit. Amen. I'm going to come back to Revelation. Uh, I want to touch on a little bit what my brother uh, was talking about. He was talking about Nebuchadnezzar. Amen. And and as he said, amen, the Babylon king, he was very prosperous. Amen. And it's funny that you were talking about that because about a month ago, I think it was, it hasn't been probably about a month from now, I was actually reading some more information about Nebuchadnezzar, amen, this golden image, amen, how he was troubled, amen, the dream that he had. So let's go over to Daniel, the second chapter, real quick. Touch on All a right. few key verses. Amen. Daniel, the second chapter, amen. I'm going to try not to read too much. I want to leave some time for my brother. Amen. It's all right, brother. Amen. Go ahead. Now. Amen. Amen. It's good to be back. It's good to be, be back. back. Well, God is good. Amen. Despite the challenges in life, amen, he's brought me through. And he's going to continue to bring me through. He's going to yeah. continue to deliver me. And I'm believing that God's going to continue to favor his son, favor his child and his children. Amen. I'm believing for the best no matter what. Amen. First, amen. Uh, Amen. Verse 1 of Daniel, the second chapter, this is what it says. It says, and in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams, wherewith his spirit was troubled, and his sleep broke from him. Amen. That means he woke up. The dream kind of was so troubling to him. Amen. I've had dreams like that. I'm like, man, what in the world was I dreaming about? And you wake up in the middle of the night, what was that dream about? The dream was kind of terrified. Amen. And verse 2 said, Then the king commanded to call the magicians and the astrologers and the sorcerers and the Chaldeans for to show the king his dreams. So that's all right. Before the king. Amen. Amen. So, so you know what you know what's funny about this because he he woke up. So this could have been the middle of the night. This could have been early in the a.m. When he said, "Hey, you know what? 
Call my, my astrologers. Call my magicians. Do you know that even today they use magicians? Yes, astrologers, sir. Come on, sources. man. They use that today in our yes, government, sir. in this country we live in now. It, right it, now. Just like the elder said, Babylon, amen, is the world, the world systems, the world governments. They all serve the same God, which is Lucifer. They all have the same setup, the same setup. They got witches and and warlocks or whatever they want to call them in our governments. These folks, in our government, they they just put on suits now. You yeah, don't know right. who they are. They just got on suits. They sit suits? on Congress. They sit in in the in the courtroom. Come on, man. They down at the police stations. They're yeah. everywhere. All in our system. They're in the military. Man, you better believe it. They utilize these people. They ain't going nowhere just because they ain't got on no long robe and, and no long pointy hat. These folks are still alive and well. And there ain't no telling how they look back thousands and thousands of years ago. But the point that I'm making is they just changed the description of the name. Come on. The title of the name is just different. The acts are still the same. Remember, we talked about the Babylonian system for the past three years since 2020. We in 2024. Ain't that amazing? Yeah. Happy yeah. New Year to everybody. We are in 2024. God is good. Amen. We've lost Amen. some. But we thank God for their lives. Amen. We thank God for, for their salvation. Amen. But we're still here. We still have a work to do. Me and the elder, we're going to continue to preach this word. Amen. Until Christ returns or until he calls home. Amen. That's it. Amen. That's bro. it. Amen. He was so troubled that he commanded these these folks, wake them up out their sleep. I need to talk to these guys. Amen. Wake them up. Amen. And they said that they stood before the king. Verse 3 said, and the king said unto them, I have dreamed the dream, and my spirit was troubled to know the dream. Then spake the Chaldeans in Syriac. O king, live forever. Give ourselves the dream, and we will show the interpretation. See, they thought they were slick. He's going to tell them, show us the dream. He thought he was slick. So, see, the the Chaldeans, they have the ability to communicate. And who are they communicating with? Oh, my God. With demons. Mm -hmm. Demons. Hey, did you just hear what I said? Demons. They communicate with who? Demons. Yeah. Hey, Amen. Did you see what he said? That the, then the spake the Chaldeans to the king in Syria. So what I'm saying to you is, I don't know if I've mentioned this before on the show. You, I don't know if you all been, been, if you remember, it's been a while, but I had a friend of mine. He had talked to this guy that was in the military. And the guy in the military told my friend, my friend came back and told me, the guy in the military told my friend, he said, the U.S. government, our government, should have people to communicate with the demons. Yes, sir. Oh, look at that. Yeah. I tell people, because somebody mentioned to me just the other day about aliens. They said, well, well, well. If God is real and all this stuff real, what well, well, where do the aliens fit in? 
hey, aliens just make this whole thing that much more real. It just confirms the Bible even more. Witches, witches and, and sorcerers and, and magicians, they just confirm the Bible even more. Just because yes. these things are out here, and yet they are real, they just they make the Bible even more real. It just Come proves on, the preacher. point. It just proves the word of God is true. It just proves that God is real. But these Thank guys you. thought they were slick. Amen. They wanted the king to tell them what the dream was. See, what they were going to do, because the king was going to tell them what the dream meant, they were going to twist it. Watch, watch, watch. We're going to read, finish reading. Watch what it said. All First right. Paul said, the king answered and said to the Chaldeans, the thing is gone from me. If you will not make known unto me the dream, the dream, with the interpretation thereof, you shall be cut in, in pieces, and your houses shall be made a dunghill. But if you know, if you show the dream and the interpretation thereof, you shall receive of me gifts and rewards and great honor. Therefore, show me the dream and the interpretation yeah. thereof. So what he was saying was the dream had kind of went away from You know how sometimes, like, you know, a dream is vivid. You know, sometimes you have them vivid dreams. When you're in it, it's like, man, so detailed. But when you wake up, you may only remember half that dream, only 25% of that dream. And this is what happened. He, he could only recall so much of the dream. But he knew enough of it. He just he couldn't bring it out to tell them the entire dream. And he also wants to know what, not only what the dream was, but he wants them to what? Interpret yes, the dream. So he wants them to tell him what, the, what he dreamed and tell him what the dream meant. But see, one of the Chaldeans, they were slick. They said, oh, king, tell us what the dream was, because they were going to conjure up something. They were going to make up something, because why? They, they want to just interpret his dream. But he told them. He said, if you all don't interpret this dream, man, I'm going to destroy you and your household. I'm sure they were terrified. I mean, I'm going to kill you and everybody in your house, and I'm going to destroy your household. Amen. Man, that's got to be a terrifying decree from the king. I'm going to do away with you. But he said, but if you show the dream and the interpretation thereof, he said, I'm going to reward you with gifts and great honor. He says, show yeah. me the dream and the interpretation. Verse 7 says, they answered again and said, let the king tell his servants yes, the sir. dream. So now, now, now they're scared. They begin to plead with him. Oh, king, just tell us what the dream is. We, we can tell you what it means. Just just tell us something. Give us a hint. Just get, see, they were ready to make a hurry because they couldn't interpret the dream. They didn't know what the, what the, they didn't know what the interpretation was. They didn't know what the dream was. Watch this. Yes, sir. And we will show the interpretation of it. Verse 8, the king answered and said, I know of certainty. See, he knows these guys. He knows these magicians. He knows that know a, a lot of fakery and, and buffoonery goes on with these guys. He said, the king answered and said, I know of certainty that ye will gain the time. See, if I give you enough time, Watch what he said. He said, because ye see the thing is gone for me, because I can't quite remember it, but if ye will not make known unto me the dream, 
There is but one decree for you. You already know what that decree is. See, he's saying that I know that because I can't remember it all. Mm-hmm. And you know that, it, that I forgot it, that you were what? You would probably make up something. That's what they were going to do. They were just going to conjure up something. They say, if you don't make it known to me, there's only one There's only one, one, one way out. You know what that is. What did he Come say? On. He said, for ye have prepared lying and corrupt words. Speak Come on. Me, Come on. Till the time be changed. Therefore, tell me the dream. Uh-oh. And I shall know that ye can show me the interpretation of it. See, that's the only way. See, this king was why. Because he knew if I just tell them, then they can make up anything. But if you can tell me the dream, then I know that the interpretation, what it means, is right. Because you know what I dream. All right. See, All right. See, some, see, some, see, sometimes when that dream is gone, it's just like a memory. Or something in the past, you know how? Because sometimes dreams are like that, I, you know. But so you know how sometimes you run to to old friend, or, or I've had friends that we talk about stuff that happened when we were kids or in school, and they, and I can't quite remember, or they may not quite remember. But you know, you got this one friend; he may remember it vividly, and he bring back to your mind. Oh yeah, man, I remember that that happened. Now they begin to bring the memories back because because he remembered, he knew. Yes, that's, sir. See, that's what he wants them to do. He wants them, but see, this is a dream. There's a little difference. A dream. He just wants them to what? Tell him what I dreamed, so he can come back to me. So then I know. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I did dream that in the dream. I did see that vision. I did see what the head of gold, the breast and arms of silver, the belly and the thighs of brass, the leg of the legs of iron. The feet of part iron and part clay. See, I, now that you're saying all this, it's bringing the dream back to me. Come now on. tell me what the dream means. And then, see, he knew that then if they could tell me what I dream in full, I, it, I could recall it. And I know that, yeah, you're right. Then I mm-hmm. can believe when you tell me what the dream means. Come on, preacher. That was wise of the king. Amen. Amen. Brother, amen. Watch this. Amen. He said, therefore, tell me the dream, and I will show that ye can show me the interpretation thereof. Verse 10, the Chaldeans answered. Now watch this. Now, now they're going to come clean. The Chaldeans answered before the king and said, there is not a man upon the earth that come on, can show the king's matter. Therefore, there is no king, lord, nor ruler that acts such things as any magician or astrologer or Chaldean. See, the Chaldean, they were soothsayers. You know, they you know they were slick with the tongue. Yeah, and yeah. They can speak different languages. They, they can communicate with demons. And, and, and what, they, what they call them, folks, uh, uh, when they be conjuring up those spirits, Necromancers, that's what they yeah, they they, yeah, they yeah. deal in all that old evil stuff like 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 you got the gypsies and stuff that they, they deal with all that stuff the tarot card so they dealt with so that stuff is ancient people think this stuff is new black magic and white magic that stuff is old since the beginning of time since the fallen angels came to earth and showed man this, this nonsense they taught man all this stuff amen they got this stuff from amen. the fallen angels and, and the giants and the demons and stuff come on they still, still dealing with that stuff today. Amen. 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 Yes, Amen. 
See, see, they had to come clean. Now, you know who the Chaldeans are. These are the root people who were what? Who were what? The, 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 they were the founders of Babylon. You remember Nimrod? He, yeah, the Chaldeans, yeah. They come from the Cushites. The Cushites come from the line of Ham. Remember, remember yes, the sons that came yes, from uh, the, 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 the three sons of Noah? Amen. That's who they're from. And the Hamite, the Cushites, that's where the Chaldeans come from. They come from that bloodline. That's what Nimrod was. He was a Cushite. He was from Cush. That's where the father, his, remember, uh, I don't know if you all remember me teaching this some time ago, but I said that his father, actually, I read in this book, um, I, uh, I read in this book that his father actually founded Babylon, but his son Nimrod took it to a whole nother level. He made yes, he did. Yes, he did. He made it to a nation. He founded Babylon, and this is where the Babylonian kings come from. Those the great kings of Babylon. Amen. 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 So, amen. Amen. But this is where it started. This this wicked Babylonian system. Who who who's responsible for it? Nimrod and his father. Nimrod took it to a whole nother level. He made it a government. Father was just was just local with it. He started. They they were they was human sacrifices, worshiping devils and demons. He they built the system. His son, all this stuff that's that's ruling the world now. Now you got your religious system, your political yes, you system, your economic system. Come on. Those three things are ran all over the earth. All over the earth, every country has to have those three systems in place to run a religious system, yes, sir. a political system, and an economic yes, system. Yes, now, sir. Under those three, under those three titles, those offices, so many offices fall up under those three titles right there. Lord have mercy. Come on, mm-hmm. preacher. Man, man, man. And that's over in the book of Revelation. Amen. We found yes, that out sir. years yes, ago. Sir. Amen. I thought I was stuck. I was like, Lord, look at her. Look at her. Look at her. That's over in the Revelation, the 17, 18th chapter. Come on. Amen. Come on. Amen. But I'm going to get back to here. I'm sorry. I'll, Go I'll, ahead, I'll, brother. Go ahead. Go brother. ahead. Work amen, amen, amen. It's been a while, amen. I've been. I'm so happy to be back. God is good, amen, amen. Joy my soul, joy my spirit, amen. To give a word to the to His people, amen. All right. So we in verse ten. Now you see what they say. Thing you see, you see, he came clean. He said the Chaldean. I said, said there is no man that uh, a king and no rule. Nobody can, can that's going to ask that of a magician. An astrologer <laughs> or a Chaldean? Nobody's going to ask that question. In other words, when he said, it's impossible to, to, to know what you dream. And you think about that. But I know what Elder Bazaar dreamed last night. No, that is no way possible. And that brother asked me, he said, brother, I need you to interpret my dream. If Come not, on, man. I'm going to destroy you and your house. I'm like, I can't interpret what you dreamed last night, let alone tell you what it means. Come on, Amen. But watch what verse 11 and verse 12 say. I love this story. One of my favorite stories in the Bible. I'm glad, glad my brother brought this up. Verse 11 says, and it is a rare thing that the king required. In other words, it's almost like nobody asked that question. And there is none other than can show it before the king. 
except the gods whose dwelling is now with flesh. Ooh. See, now he begins to refer to what? The spiritual realm. Yes. Lord, have mercy. He begins to say, you know, nobody on earth can do that, not in the flesh. We can't do that. But if we reach out for young, amen. 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 We have the ability to communicate with the God. Now they were put to the test. Amen. They were put to the test. Amen. Watch this. It says, for this cause, the king was what? Angry and very furious and commanded to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. Uh Uh-oh. And the decree went forth that the wise men should be slain. And they sought Daniel and his fellows to be slain. Then Daniel answered with counsel and wisdom to Ariok, the captain of the king's guard, which was gone forth to slay the wise men of Babylon. Daniel was like, wait a minute. They talk about killing us. Can you imagine Daniel? I can imagine he's not reading his scroll or his script. Yeah, study, come on, reading the Bible, probably praying. And then they come talking about they're going to kill him. Hey, well, we're going to die. Hey, man, what do you mean we're going to die? What do you mean they're going to kill? Wait a minute, hold on, but what's going on? And what, what, watch this, watch what verse 62. Then Daniel went in and desired of, the king, desired of the king that he would give him time and that he would show the king the interpretation. Yeah. Now watch this. I want to show you some parallel. Because Daniel, because of who he was, he was so smart and intelligent as a young man, him, his friends, that they were chosen. Uh, among the the children, the seed of Israel, the Hebrew boy, they were chosen because they were smart. They were intelligent. The gift that God had given them, the talent. They were chosen to be among who? The wise men of Babylon. Now, Daniel knew that what? He knew also what the Chaldeans knew, that nobody could, could answer such a question to reach out what? Beyond. The spiritual realm to the most high See, Daniel yeah. still served only his God. He knew about the he knew about the about the false God that the Babylonians served. He knew Come about them about them, but he served who? Only his God is all he served. He said, "You know what? Tell the king. He desire the king. Give 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 me some time. Come on, that now. he can show him." The interpretation. Look at God. See, the children of God know. Amen. See, Come on. if I can't do it, I know one that can. Amen. Come on. Verse 17. Then Daniel went to his house and made the, the thing known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. All his right. All right. That they would desire of the God of heaven concerning this secret. Amen. See, it's good to have prayer warriors. <laughs> it's Come good on, to have somebody man. you can go to and say, man, you know what? Amen. We need to get a prayer through. We need a breakthrough. Yeah. Amen. That's yeah. what he did. Come on. That we desire mercies from on high, from God of who? Heaven. Yeah. Not no false God. Not, not this old statue that this woman got set on her dress that I used to work with. Not some old Come nonsense. On. 
something that can't move and talk and do nothing. Folks putting food before this stuff, all kind of nonsense folks doing. I'm like, what type of nonsense? You putting food before a statue and you ask this this wicked demon for favors? I'm like, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. This ain't nothing new. The Bible said there is nothing new no. under the sun. People Come been on. doing this for thousands of years. Thousands of years, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. They've been come doing on, this for thousands of years. This ain't nothing new. Man, I told you all about this woman's house. I, when I used to work at the delivery company delivering furniture, we went to this woman's house. I didn't know what to think. Of. I said, why is this woman got all these Easter eggs and got the word Easter? And I'm like, hey, we, we way in the, it wasn't even Easter season. I'm like, why does this woman got all this stuff in the house talking about Easter? Yeah, Easter eggs everywhere, rabbits and bunnies everywhere. Yeah. Oh, this one thing, and, and I don't know if y'all remember the story I shared with y'all. It didn't. It, it looked like a he, she. It really did. I said, man, that's something strange about this woman's features. Hey, man, I'm just saying. I said, oh, I'm talking. They live in nice, nice house, bunch of fancy cars. I said, oh. I know they serving. Mm, okay, all right. I see what's going on here. See when you when you sell out to the devil, he give you some trinkets. <laughs> Come on, preacher. He give you, you some trinkets. See that what the Chaldeans and the astrologers and the magicians they had trinkets. They were living good. Probably had gold and jewelry on. Had some nice family eating good. They ate the finest. They ate good. They they was they know who they serving. Let me share this with y'all real quick. I'm Go ahead, this brother. Stuff and get back to the brother. Let me Go share ahead. this with y'all. This is something that I've learned down through the years, reading and studying the Bible, praying and asking God, researching and witnessing the people. Everybody, and I do mean everybody, knows that there's a God. Thank you. One and only true God. They serve their fake gods. When these folks talk about their atheists, ain't no such thing. Those people know there's a God. Verse 11 proved that. That's why it said, except the gods who are dwelling is not with flesh. They All knew right. that they couldn't answer that question. They knew that, 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 that they couldn't reach out to a demon, and a demon couldn't tell them that. They knew that. Yes, sir. But they knew they was a word, just like Daniel was a word, that there was a God in heaven. Come on. Beyond, not, 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 not the fallen angels, not the children of the fallen angels, which are demons, but the God of heaven was the only one that was going to be able to answer. Come on, question. preacher. But see, they didn't know how to contact the God of heaven because why? They served the devil. So you can't serve two gods. You can't have contact with my God. Amen. And I don't need to contact your God. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Let's move on. Let's get back to it. Amen. Let's go ahead and finish it up. Knock it out so I can get back to my brother. Go ahead, brother. So I can finish listening to it. Amen. All glory be to God. All glory be to God. Amen. Verse 18. That they would desire mercies of the God of heaven concerning the secret, that Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Daniel probably said, you know what? We're too young to die. <laughs> hey, we're still young men. We're we yeah. ready to die. 
Amen. No, sir. Wait a minute. Let, let me reach out. Amen. Let, let me reach out to my God. Amen. Watch what it says in verse 19. There was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Look at God. Look at them. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. What did he do? Woo! He blessed God. God answered his prayer. Amen. And it yeah. takes a long time because God is always aware of our situation. No Come matter on, what we're freaking. going through, no matter Come what on. we're dealing with, no matter how you got to deal with it, amen, how, how, how critical it is, God, knows, like they always say, he may not come with, when, when you want him, but he's always what? On time. On time, God. Come on now. Amen. He's an on time God. Amen. Now watch this. God answered his prayers, and what did he do? He turned around and blessed God. See, when God bless you, when you need that job, when you need money for that bill, when you need uh, 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 education, something going on in your life, and God bless you, don't forget to bless God. Come on, and God. That's how we show God appreciation. God loves that when we bless. My dad used to always say, man, God loves when we pray. What the Bible says to pray without ceasing. God loves when we pray. God loves. Praise. He's a God. Come on, come on. God loves praise. That's what he wants us to do. He said, then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. He said he will praise God, for you have yeah. saved me. You have spurred me and my friends. You have spurred the wise men. Amen. He said, yeah. thank you. He was blessing God. Probably just on his knees, falling on his face, just praising God. I'm just saying, the scripture don't say, I'm just me saying, but I'm just saying, don't forget to bless God of heaven. Amen. Come on. First Come on. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of our God. There it is, forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his. Did Daniel take credit for that? No. No, I don't want none. I don't want no glory. All glory be to who? God of heaven. Come Amen. on, preacher. Bless his holy Come name. Come on. Bless Come on. Holy name. Now watch this. And he changed the times and the seasons. He removed kings and set it up kings. Woo! He giveth wisdom unto the wise and Come knowledge on, to them that understanding. That no understanding. Lord have mercy. Man, we can't take credit for nothing. All nothing. glory be to God. He revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness and the light, dwelleth with him. I thank thee and praise thee, O God of my father. See there? Come on. Come on. He's acknowledging who? The one and only. He's a, that's the Shema. You know what the Shema is? The Lord thy God is what? One God. Oh, one is, God. That's in the Bible. One God. We're supposed to praise God. Amen. Give him all the Amen. praise and all the glory. Amen. Amen. And it said, and has made known unto me now what we desire of thee. Amen. God knows what yeah. you desire. For thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter. So what did God reveal unto Daniel? He revealed unto Daniel what he dreamed and not only what he dreamed, but what his dream meant. Because that's what Daniel desired to know. What Come is on. the thing that is what? Troubling the king. Yeah. Uh, 
Man, that is such a beautiful story. Verse 24, I'm going to just do a little bit more. It, it goes all the way through. I'm not going to do the whole thing. It's a long story. I was going back over this. It's so fun. We talking about this tonight. I'm going to go a few more verses. Yes, it says, Therefore, Daniel went in unto Ariok, whom the king had ordained to destroy the wise men of Babylon. See, Ariok was ready. He was ready to do what the king had commanded him to do. So Daniel went in unto him. He went and said, un, said thus unto him, Destroy not the wise men of Babylon. Bring me in before the king, and I will show unto thee. Show Come unto on. thee, king, yeah. the interpretation. Then Ariok brought in Daniel before the king in haste. You see, he brought him and said, Come on, Daniel, let's go. And he said, Thus unto him, I have found the man of the captives of Judah. See, amen. Amen. The children of Israel. Amen. Yeah. Who? The, the family of the true chosen of the Most High God. They will make known unto the king the interpretation. The king answered and said to Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, Art thou able to make known unto me the dream which I have seen and the interpretation thereof? Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said, The secret which the king had demanded cannot the wise men. See how Daniel called them out? The astrologers, the magicians, the soothsayers, that's the Chaldeans. See, I thought they slick with the tongue. Show unto the king. But there is a God in heaven. See how he give all glory and praise to God. Come on, come See how he acknowledge God. He gave credit to God. That reveal a secret and make it known to the king, Nebuchadnezzar. What shall be in the latter days? Lord, have mercy. God Almighty, look at that. Look, mm. you all know that we are living in the latter days. This latter days, brother. 2000, over 2,500 years ago. That's yes. over thousands of years ago. That's a long time ago. Yes, not a long hundred, time. Not two, not three, not four, five, six, seven hundred years ago. Over thousands of years ago. What's going to take place in Woo! latter days? Good My God. God. Thy dream and the visions of thy head upon thy bed are these. Now he fixed to tell him. As for thee, O king, thy thoughts came into thy mind upon thy bed. What should come to pass hereafter? And he that revealeth secrets make it known to thee what shall come to pass. But as for me, this secret is not revealed to me for any wisdom that I have more anything more than anything living. So Daniel wants to make sure that the king knew that this was not me or nothing to do with me, but from the God of heaven that gave it to me. But for their sakes that shall make known the interpretation to the king, and that thou mightest know the thoughts of thy heart. Thank you, sir. Thou king, stars, and behold, here it is, a great image. This great image, whose brightness was excellent, stood before thee, and the form thereof was terrible. Come the on, image of the head was of fine gold. 
his breast and his arms of silver, his belly and his thighs of brass, his legs of iron, and his feet part of iron and part of clay. Come on. Amen. Till that a stone was cut out without hands. Lord, have mercy. We're back in the spirit. We smote the image upon his feet that were of iron and clay and broke them to pieces. So these different kingdoms that have been ruling through this old Babylonian system. We're talking about now we jump over to Revelation 17 to 18. God is going to destroy it. Christ is going to come back, and he's going to put all these kingdoms, all this whole wicked system, the sexual harvest, the, the wickedness in the government that's stealing money, talking about they're, they're ethical with all these policies and procedures. I told you I worked in corporate America over 20 years. Them folks are not ethical. They're so racist. They're so hateful. They're stealing so much money. They're doing so much evil things behind closed doors. they plotting and scheming. They always have been. This is the evil, wicked government system that steals and lies to people. Come on, preacher. Christ, like the brother said, Lucifer has a grip on this world system, which he stole from Adam. He took it from Adam. He conned Adam and Eve in the garden, and he's been ruling now for 6,000 years. Come on, preacher. He's been ruling. He has a grip on this world that yes, man can't shake. It's so evil and so wicked, we can't shake it. But oh, there's only God, there's one. There's one that's going to come. Come on, preacher. He's going to come. He's going to put an end. In. Revelation, the 19th chapter. Come he's on, gonna come back. Come on. He's going to come back. Clouds. Woo, my God. My God, my God. All shall see him. Every knee shall bow. Come on, Every preacher. tongue shall confess that that is the Lord. Our God is going to come back. Come He's on. He's going to put an end to the Luciferic, satanic, evil, evil rule of Lucifer. Come on, At preacher. At the end of the great tribulation. Don't you know that judgment is going to start with the great tribulation? He's going to take the church out of the world. He's going to come back and get the church first. And what he's going to do, let me see what time it is. I want to make sure I don't take a two Go ahead, time. brother. Go ahead. Talk it. Talk it. Amen. He's going to put a, he's going to judge. He's going to start a judgment. The first whole seal is going to be open. The Antichrist is going to come on the scene. Come on. He's going to set up a false peace treaty, which is going to last just three and a half years. And he's going to break Ooh, that treaty with the nation of Israel, with, the, with the church, God's chosen people. The church is not going to be here. I tell you all the time, the church is not going to be here. No. Then, then, when that three and a half years come, oh, my gosh. Yeah. You go over up those seals. You got the war seal, the red horse. You got the black horse, famine. Then you got death, the pale horse. Behold a pale horse. These seals, these horses are going to ride. 
Then you got two others. There's going to be six. There's going to be so much judgments and punishments on the earth. Now, remember, who is he judging? Who is he punishing? The unrighteous. Amen. God does all things decent and order. God's not going to punish the righteous with the wicked. No, he's not. No. We're not going to be here. That's the first part of the judge. Then he's going to put an end to this satanic system at the end of the great tribulation. Come on, preachers. The false prophet is going to be cast into the lake of fire. Yeah. All the officers and the armies of the world are going to be destroyed. And then we're going to begin what? The millennial reign right. of 1,000 years with Christ. Yeah. And he's going to rule with the, with the rod of iron. Rod of iron. There won't be no no corrupt governments. There won't be no more kidnapping. There won't be come no on, more come organ on. harvesting. There won't be no more uh, 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 sex trafficking of children and women and men and, and all this old silly stuff that's going on. It won't be no more of that. No more of that. Ain't going to be no more uh, chopping no. up folks, taking them off somewhere. Ain't going to be no more because you want to know why? Mm-hmm. The kingdom of heaven is going to be on the earth. And the saints are going to be on the earth. And we're going to make sure, we're going to rule with Christ for 1,000 years. And we're going to ensure that this nonsense is not going to take place ever, ever, never again. It is done. Come on, man. See, we're going to be judging then. We're going to be judging the world then. We're going to be judging. People are going to stand before us. We're going to judge them right there and then. Just like you got got the law system. We will be the lost system. Come we on, come on, man, tell it. No more. You tell can't buy truth. us out. There ain't nothing on this earth. That I didn't receive my rewards in heaven. Ain't nobody can buy us out. Can't nobody come offer us nothing that ain't worth nothing on this earth. We ain't selling out. We ain't doing none of that silly stuff. That's it. It's over with. It's over. Now watch this. I want to point out something. Go ahead. Lucifer. It's going to be locked away for 1,000 years. 1,000 years. The fallen angels, the demons, anything that's loose, all evil entities. Nephilim, yeah. The Nephilim, all of them. The only one that's going to be loose is death. Watch this. (laughs) He's the only one that's going to be loose. That's right. First Corinthians, the 15th chapter, verse 24 and 25. Watch what it says. Go ahead. Then cometh the end. See, it ain't the end of the world yet. It's the end of the Luciferian reign. Come on, When he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power. See, now we in the millennial reign. For he must reign till he had put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. Death will be the only one. He will be the only enemy of Christ that will be permitted during that after Lucifer and everybody has been put down after his 6,000-year reign because people will still die. They'll live longer. They'll live two, three, four, five Six, seven hundred. They won't live quite a thousand years, just like uh, before uh, the flood. They'll live hundreds of years, 
but they'll still die because death will be permitted for them to die. That's both those who are righteous and unrighteous. But after that thousand years, Satan will be loose for for a little bit. Then he'll be God will destroy him. He'll be done, and God will cast him and the fallen angels in the lake of fire. And death after judgment, death and hell will be the last one to be cast into the lake. Glory be to God. That is the great white throne judgment. Come on, preacher. Man, oh man. Man, Brother, oh I'm going to get back to I'm sorry to just go that long. That's all right, man. Get that out. That's Amen. all right. That's all right. All glory be to God. Man, oh, brother, awesome press your name. Bless, bless the name of Jesus. I bless. thank you, brother, for that. I'm, I'm sitting here enjoying this, man. I know you've been doing some reading. Amen. You've Amen. been doing some reading and some study. Hey, we thank God for that. And uh, I'm gonna, we, we, we got about another 30 minutes. And wh- where you left off, I'm going to pick something up here. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm ready. The, end, the end of the world. End of the world is not uh, 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 the tribulation. At the end of the tribulation, you got the millennium to go on. And during that right. millennium, the saints of God will be judging the world uh, right. uh, at the great white throne. And we'll be judging the uh, the, the tribulation saints. Not, not the tribulation saints that went into the millennium. We will be mm-hmm. we will be priests. We will be ambassadors. Right. We will be we will be reigning and ruling with Christ. So we'll have power right. of authority that God's going to give every saint according to yes, how Lord. they live here on the earth. So we're going to have right. position. God's going to put us in a position according to how we live on the earth. If you live righteous before God, sanctify life, did what God called you to do, love people. Uh, 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 witness to people and, and did everything according to what God has called to you and preached the unadulterated word of God from the time you started until the time you ended, then God said, I got some rewards for you. And I'm going to tell you what the rewards are. There's four. There's five crowns that you can receive. These five crowns covers your lifestyle. Good God Almighty. The way you lived on this earth as a saint of God, you're going to get rewarded at the end. It's going to be wood, hail, stubble, or it's going to be gold, silver, or brass. Think about that. Do you want to go to heaven? If you want to go to heaven, you can't buy it. You can't cry for it. You can't jump and down for it. You can't do nothing but what? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Bible said, thou shalt be saved. Saved from what? Saved from your sin. Because what you know what you know what death is? I'm going to tell you what death is. Death is sin. That's what death is, separation from God. You cannot live with God living a sinful life. Can't live with him. You can't, you can't, you can't touch him. You can't, you can't look up on him because before you leave here, before you can see God, you've got to have a glorified body. And you can't get that glorified body unless you have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What you saying, preacher? I'm, I'm saying you can't work your way to heaven. I'm saying you can't go to heaven by the color of your skin. You can't Amen. go to heaven by the money you're in your pocket. You can't go to heaven by you going to church every Sunday. You can't go to heaven. You can't. You got to come through Jesus Christ, and he saves your soul. 
But that body that you have, sin is still there. In order to get rid of that sin, you've got to have a transformation. And that transformation will be changed when the rapture occurs. Amen. Call right. those call those that's alive and those that's in the grave when they hear that trump. Woo! And guess what? This is the last trump. And trump came right on time. I know a lot of people don't like him. And a lot of people don't like trumpets. Because when you blow a trumpet, that means an awe of judgment. So this is the mm. last trump. There ain't going to be no more voting after this. Because this is the last trump. And I thank God that this is the last trump. After this, politics will fold up like an envelope because the church ain't gonna be here. We'll be <laughs> right. we, we're gonna be in we're gonna be in heaven doing ministration ministration work. We're gonna be sitting at the table. We're gonna see all the prophets. We're gonna see all the patriarchs. We're gonna see all our loved ones. We're gonna have a shouting time. You're talking about shouting. Woo! We're gonna shout so until shouting has to leave. We're going to shout till the heavens and woo, the earth is going to quake when the Lord raptured the, the body of His of Christ. Guess what? No more denominationalism. There ain't going to be no Pentecostal there. Ain't no Church of God there. Ain't no Baptist there. Ain't no Presbyterian there. No, 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 no. No, that's man-made, man-made names. But the real ones going to be there is those that have been redeemed by what? The blood of the living God, the blood of Jesus Christ. That was God's blood that he shed through his son, Jesus Christ. And his blood is pure. And his blood does not cover sin. It takes sin out and obliterate it. No more sin. My soul is sinful. Used to be sinful. But when Christ died for me and saved me, I became sinless. My soul became sinless. I can't sin no more. My soul can't sin no more. I'm a sinless human being according to my soul, but my flesh still has that dead, wretched sin. So what I'm doing, I'm living in a sinful body, but my soul is righteous. So Christ has to change my body in order for me to be caught up in the air. Woo! So if you're here, if you if you here after the rapture, that means that you wasn't saved. That means you were playing a hypocrite. That means you were shucking and jiving. That means you was bamboozled by some false prophet that don't told you you got to work your way to heaven. You ain't gonna work Amen. nowhere. You ain't working your way to heaven. And if you could work your way to heaven, you still wouldn't make it because your works is like filthy rags. The only right. way you can come to God is through Jesus Christ because you put on the righteousness of Christ. Amen. As we get ready to close, we got about 20 minutes yet to go. And uh, the brother left off on the millennium reign. I'm going to back up a little bit to this year uh, statue that he was talking about. And we're going to go down there by them 10 toes. And he mentioned some ten toes and a stone that was hewed out of the side of the mountain coming down uh, and smoked the image on the feet and broke it apart. That's the second coming of Jesus Christ, as he said, amen, in the 19th chapter 11 verse. That's when Christ comes and hit the earth on the top of the Mount of Olives and the kings of the world will crumble. 
Satan's kingdom, all the kingdoms. How many kingdoms? There was at least eight kingdoms. Listen to them. Listen to them. Here they go. Here's Egypt. Amen. Egypt was the first kingdom. Here's the second one, Assyria. The Assyrian Empire was a mighty empire. Oh, Jonah preached to the Assyrians. Oh, Jonah didn't want to go to Nineveh, but God went anyway because he said, I love the Gentiles much as I love the Jews. Oh, right. God loves everybody. He ain't no partiality to God. And then we break on down there in the Babylonian Empire. It's gone. We break on down there in the Media Persian Empire. It's gone. We break on down there into the Greece Empire. It's gone. We break on down to the Roman Empire. It's gone. But the Roman Empire is going to try to be revived by Lucifer. Lucifer is trying to come back. That's right. And bring right. a world government where all the whole world will be in flux with these same old wicked spirits that was in the time of the Garden of Eden and before the Garden of Eden, when Satan fell from heaven, he took all of one-third of the host of demonic demons and devils and fallen angels and satires and Nephilim. He broke all them and brought them on the earth. Now they're the prince power of the air. They are the UFOs that's flying across our hemisphere. These are Ooh. demonic demons. Let me tell y'all something. These demons can go inside, go inside underneath the ocean. They can go underneath the Euphrates River. They can, they can, they can move real swift. These are demonic demons, and there's going to be an Amen. invasion. There's going to be an invasion of Lucifer coming out of first and second heaven in the 12th chapter of Revelation. It's in the Bible, brothers and sisters. I'm telling you the truth. Cut my head off. I'm still going to tell you the truth. It's in the Bible. These demons are invading the earth now. That's why you got a whole lot of cold-blooded murderers. You got drug addicts. You got homosexuals. You got lesbianism. You got incest. You got divorce, divorce and remarry. You got men making babies and ain't taking care of them. You got women striding their legs and going into prostitution. You got men selling their body. You got people in the church doing the same thing the world is doing. And God said, I'm sick of it. I'm sick Amen. of it. And I'm going to judge the world in righteousness. And if you ain't right with God, guess what? You're going to end up in hell because the only righteousness that ever entered the kingdom of God is Jesus Christ. Woo! Right. God is not going to accept. Listen, God is not going to accept you except you accept his son. If you don't accept his son, you're going to light hell on fire. Mm. Because the hell was made for the devil and his angels, but God gave man a choice. And man says, I'll go to hell. Shoot. Man, I'm going to enjoy my women. I'm going to do everything I can do. I'm going to murder. I'm going to kill. I'm going to go to church when oh, I want to. I don't have to go to no cross. In, in fact, the Bible said preaching of the cross to those that perish is foolish. And the world today thinks the preaching of the cross is foolish. They're going to end up in hell. Look at here. We're going to hit this Antichrist in here for you because we, we have to recognize that before Jesus Christ comes, the Antichrist is going to come. And he's going to come. I'm going to tell you where he's coming from. I'm going to give you his name. And if you have any if any intuition, look on YouTube. And I'm going to tell you what name to give it and tell you exactly what country he's coming from and how long he will reign. Listen to this. Woo! It says here, he comes from among the ten kings of the restored Roman Empire. Listen to me now. He's coming from. The restored Roman Empire, his authority will have similarity to ancient Babylonians, Persians, Greeks, 
and Roman rulers. He would have that same characteristic, dictators. I'm going to name you some dictators that have been running across the annals of time. And we don't have over 50, and maybe more, 50 men have claimed themselves to be Christ. 50 men who are dictators claim themselves to be God. Listen to what it says. Mm. It says, uh, uh, I'm going to give you some names right now. Let me get them. Lord have mercy. We know one of the, one of, now I ain't going to say the greatest, but one of the most hideous dictators that ever lived, and there's other dictators that lived. One is Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler was yeah. one of the number one dictators of the world that conquered all of Eastern and Western Europe, and he reigned for about 12 years. 12 years was his limitation. And then we have, we have Benito Benito Mussolini, he was a dictator. We got, we got, ooh, let me see now. We got Ivan the Turbo. We got the Khazars. We got, oh, yeah. We got Saddam, Saddam Hussein. We got Stalin. We got, uh, let's see what else we got. We got a whole lot of, man, demigods. We got uh, China. China, he got Hussein. We got President of Chile. Uh, these men and all that they believed in were dictators. And they all came from Eastern or Western Europe. They all came. Now, Amen. the dictator came from America. Not one come from Brazil. There was one in Brazil, but uh, they were dictators. But most of all the world dictators, listen to what I'm saying, came from Eastern or Western Europe, no other place. Some people thought it was uh, 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 Obama. Some thought it was one of the presidents. No, they ain't coming from the United States. The United States is not in the Middle East. And the United States has always mostly been under a democracy country. But these dictators came from a dictator-type uh, uh, area because the first dictator of the world of the world is found in the Bible, and that was Nimrod. Nimrod Amen. was a dictator because he dictated to the people to build a tower, trying to make a defiance of God Almighty, and he started building and he started building and he started building until he got so high that God had to bring him down and dis- dis- discredited them for, uh, for talking at the same language and scattered them all over the face of the earth. And with the gods that they learned at the Tower of Babylon, it was spread all over the face of the earth because right now we got over 3,000, 3,000. Thousand. Listen to what I'm saying. Three thousand demonic demons that spreading fake religion around the world and trying wow. to defile Christianity because these demons hate Christ just like Lucifer. They hate Christ, and so they got the world believing that they can get to heaven over of these garbage-type religions. And Jesus Christ has already said 2,000 years ago, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So what we got? We got this statue with ten toes. What do the ten toes represent? The ten toes represent the ten European common markets of today, right now. These are the ten toes that Daniel saw, and he explained the ten toes, and he gives us the name of the ten toes that came from Eastern and Western Europe. Listen to what I got to tell you. It says here, in 1948, in 1948, 
three toes appeared. These toes represent countries. And the first three toes was Netherlands, Belgium, Luxembourg. Amen. Netherlands, Belgium, and Luxembourg were the first three. At 48, 1948, I was four years old. Didn't know nothing about this, but they were forming in 1948. In 1952, I was in elementary school. West Germany, France, and Italy. That's six. Toes. There's six kings. There's six horns. In 1973, Denmark, Britain, Ireland came up. That's nine. That's nine toes. That's nine horns. That's nine. But it's not enough. I need one more to make it ten. And the tenth, the tenth country that came in was Greece. Greece was the tenth country that came in 1981. 1981, the whole ten European common market was formed, forming into the one world government. The one world government is in place right now. It's named NATO, North Atlantic Treaty Organization. These are the ten horns. These are the ten toes. These are the last day kingdoms that will come upon the earth to form the one world government. And they got the power and pretty soon America, America is going to join in with these ten toes. America is going to leak up because because America uh, 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 came from Britain. Britain has a coalition with the Western Europe and Eastern Europe, NATO. And so these ten toes are in place right now. And the, the ten toes cannot operate until the 11th horn comes. The 11th horn God Almighty. Listen to what I'm saying. This is now. This is 2024. This is going on right now. And they're doing it under the cover of Luciferians. They're doing it under cover of these secret societies that we have, these secret societies. Let me get you some names for these secret societies that people think that it's, it's of God. And these secret societies is not of God. It's Lucifer. It's Lucifer. He's undercover. He's doing a secret mission to what? To deceive the world. The New Age movement, Luciferians, the United Nations, Luciferians, the Club of Rome, Luciferians, the Knight Templars, Luciferians, the Skull and Bone. Luciferians, Illuminati, Luciferians, the Council of Foreign Relations, Luciferians, the Bilderbergs, Luciferians, the European Union, Luciferians, the Jesuits, Luciferians. All of these are the cohesive secret societies that's running the United States. Oh, y'all ain't listening to me. It's not Biden that's running this country. It's not the presidential election that's running this country. It's the Luciferians working on the order of secret society because they want to conquer the world. This is the way Lucifer is going to get the world to believe that he is Jesus Christ. Because let me tell you, the tenth horn is already here, and the eleventh horn came up in 1986. Good God Almighty, listen to what the Word of God said. Who, who and what country was the eleventh horn? Look it up when I get through with this. Look it up. The level horn that came up in 1986 was Spain with the eleven horn. Do you hear what Amen. I'm saying? The eleven horn. And he's been on the scene ever since 1968 because that's when he was born. In 1968, I was preaching the Antichrist in 1965. I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint him until 1981 
when 1981 come, the ten toes had formed, and I had been preaching for 58 years, and I kept track on this like a rain, like a train going down a railroad track. I couldn't, I couldn't, get, I ain't went to the left or to the right. I stayed straight on it until I found it. When I found it, I found it through the word of God because he said in that, when the ten horns come up, he said there's another little horn that's going to come up amongst the other ten horns. And there's only one country. I said there's only one country that's connected to the world ten nations, and that is Spain. Amen. Now, listen, Spain wow. is coming to a point now well, they already have given Spain as the head of the ten nations. Spain wow. to to to, uh, to United States is uh, no Spain to the Jews. Spain is the one that the Jews have already said that their antichrist is going to come from Spain because Spain is the brother of Jacob. Jacob is Israel, and Esau was Jacob's brother. So they have a cohesion in there, and by having that. Spain is going to be the one that the Antichrist is coming out of because they already have called him his father, Juan Carlos, and have already called him the king of Jerusalem. And his his father gave, this is the name, King Felipe. Don't forget it. If you got a YouTube, if you got a computer, you can find this man's name in Spain, and he is right now is 56 years old. He's married. He's got two children, and guess what? They are getting ready to put him in place. When they put him in place, it's going to come near the time of the rapture. When the rapture comes, this is what i got to say. i got about seven Amen. minutes. Not seven minutes. We're going to have to finish this up. But let me tell you what he's going to be like. He's going to be, he's going to be unique. This man is sharp. He's sharper than a border horse. I wish you could look him up on your YouTube and see how tall he is. He's six foot six. He's got six letters in his name. He's been the king of Spain from 2014 until today. He's still the king of Spain, and they're preparing right now to let him be the head of the 10 European common markets. This is what Daniel saw. The brothers already done told us. This is what Daniel saw 2,600 years. He saw 2,024, 2,600 years ago, 2,000 years and a half. He prophesied and put it out, said, we as the church, we as the world can see what Satan is getting ready to do. Here's what he's getting ready to do. Number one, this king, when he come on the scene, he will subdue three kings. Daniel 7 and 8 to 24. He is different from the other kings. He will have power more than the other kings. He will rise in obscurity. Woo, good God Almighty. You know what obscurity means? That means the whole world will be in chaos. It be in war, killing, murdering, earthquakes, famines, tornadoes. Hurricane, it will be reeling and rocking like a whole drunken man. And somebody's saying, now, who Amen. is going to straighten this out? Who is going to straighten this out? Who is going to bring peace? He will come in that part of the end time in obscurity. And when they come in obscurity at the last minute, people say, I don't care who comes. Just get me out of it. 
Let's say something good to me that I can get at ease. And he is going to say something good to you. He said, he will speak boastfully. Revelation 7 and 8, Revelation 13 and 5. He will blaspheme God and slander his name, dwell in places, and depart, depart Christian and Old Testament saints. He will hate the Old Testament saints. He will hate the New Testament saints. He will hate anything that has to deal with God. And don't you know we living in a hateful world? And the reason we living in a hateful world because people hate God. And if you Amen. hate God, Amen. you can't love your government. You got to love God. And if you love God, you're gonna love your brother. And we got nations and kingdoms and races and creed and color hating one another, shooting one another, murdering one another, low down, cut throat one another. Why? Because the devil's in control. And as long as he's in control, they tell me the world will not get better. It's gonna get worse. Good God Almighty, y'all got to help me this evening. I got about four minutes, and I'm gonna cut it off right there. I want to offer you what's going to happen in the next eight, nine months. World War II is over. World War III is coming. There's going to be war in the Middle East. War going to be in the Middle East all the way up to the end of the tribulation period. It's not going to cease. And you see all this on TV, radio. You see all the demons, demons uh, pictures that they have on, on TV now. It's demonic. The brother talked about witchcraft and voodoo and who do and who doing this and who doing that crystal ball a baffinet uh 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 kabbalah we got all these occult that's working under underworld with demons and devils we got the euphrates rivers running dry and there's demons locked up in chain getting ready to be released we got some in the bottomless pit in the ninth chapter of revelation getting ready to be loose you better get ready and you better get ready because judgment day is coming and when it comes you better be ready because it's the rapture of the church all the born-again believers will be gone, and you will have to face this man called King Philippi. And let me tell you, that man is handsome. I got to give it to him. He's handsome, and he's tall. He's got a gray beard on with a captain's hat on. And when he comes to full dress, he's going to come speaking of great sweet things. That's the one that's riding on the horse in the sixth chapter of Revelation. Jesus Christ died on Calvin's cross. Somebody out there needs to know him right now. And if you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that God died for an old wretched sinner like me, an old wretched sinner like you, you ought to confess it with your mouth to escape the wrath to come because there's a day of reckoning coming. And I'm warning you. I'm warning you in love. Don't let it go by. Don't let it go by. Jesus Christ loves you. And he's coming back after a church. In a moment of a twinkling of Amen. And he's going to remove the glorious body of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And you talking about somebody, be happy. Amen. I'd be so happy. The happy have to get out my way. Woo! I'm going to be happy when they blow them trumpet. And I'm going to hear, brother, brother Tim, you're going to hear that trumpet. Amen. It might be one yes, Tuesday morning, Monday morning. It might be while you downtown. It might be while you're doing a little Ubering. It might be doing while you're at the grocery. I don't know when, but I know one thing. I know how he's going to do it. He's going to do it by the power of his blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. God Amen. bless you out there. Come back next week at 7 o'clock. We'll be here. Amen. I'm going to get a count and see if anybody listening. 
I want to thank the Lord for Brother Brother Tim Jackson for coming on here, my brother. My my, I'm in love Amen. with this man. I love him like Christ loved me. I love Amen. like I, I just love the man because why? He's the only minister that I know in my in my reach that I can get a hold of, and yet still he's down there in Lubbock, Texas. And he called me up and said, today I'm, on, I'm coming on. I said, come on, brother. Come on. <laughs> we got a job to do. And I'm going to close with these right. words. I'll, I'll talk to you later, brother. And, and okay. uh, uh, I'll, I'll see you later on. I, oh, I don't know what to say now, man. I'm, I, I don't got full. I don't got full of God's mercy and his love. 